our heroes. They were face to face with Mussolini and his Italian. Oh shit. Uh, let me try that again. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Last week on Chapo Trap House, the boys found themselves in the basement of a pizzeria controlled by a foreign power and various sinister Italians. What's next in store for them as they try to find out the mystery of the pizza in the gate? Return to your hotel room at the Watergate. It is uh, still is the evening of January 16th, just past midnight. You have on you a lot of leads. You have a syringe full of the Marisol and a sample of that fluoride. I'm going to slam the thimerosal right into the main vein. <sighs> Are you sure about that? No, I, I, pro- I probably shouldn't do that because it was something that they were trying to poison yeah. me. I probably shouldn't do it to myself, even though I... I hard for me to resist. Uh, is there any, any research we can do? Probably in the morning since okay. it's late. Your best bet is to get a good night's sleep. Matt, uh, perhaps you'd want to use your medical knowledge to attend to those of you who are injured. Yeah, let's give everybody a first aid. Uh, not first aid. You can roll medicine. roll medicine on yourself and roll it on Will. I've got a 71. That's pretty good. I'm uninjured. Except uh, I passed for myself. War. All right, roll, roll for Will. Uh, fail for Will. All right, I'll just take some opium. I'll be. I'll, I'll you be botched fine. the surgery on Will, but you succeed on yourself. Gain. I'm, I'm quite sickly as just a base level. Matt, of gain one d three hit points back. It's morning, January seventeenth. One day until the art show at the Federal oh, Reserve. That's, Matt, that's mine. Yeah. <clears throat> the art show at the the Federalist Reserve. <laughs> you have a lot of leads and a lot going on, but you're also very curious about these substances and what their effects are. Yo, the Federalist Reserve is where they make them dimes. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can we go to the? Can we go to an orphanage or or some sort of immigrant depot and and do any uh, testing, like any human guinea pigs that we can use? There is a somewhat less evil way to go about it, which is to uh, have the aid of a chemist with a laboratory. And it just so happens that there is a very big fan of Capone Speakeasy who lives right here in D.C. and is a chemist, if you'd like to drop in on him. You let's check him out. Let's read out to our ally. All right. He's a man by the name of Jonathan Davis. You head to his uh, basement uh, chemistry lab in his uh, mother's house in Georgetown. Ah, you know what? Thank you, Capone lads, for coming to me. I'm horrified to say that Matthew is correct. The substance they are putting in the pizzas is a chemical called fluoride. As you may or may not be aware, fluoride is a poison used by the globalists to emasculate men by increasing their estrogen levels and zapping them of vital bodily fluids. These are, of course, the same globalists who in Hollywood are doing an all-female remake of Fatty Arbuckle meets Nosferatu, even though that movie was perfect the first time, and this movie will not be canon in the Arbuckle mythos. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, guys. Yo, yo, the progressives are taking over backgammon, too. As you talk, uh, and uh, <clears throat> as you talk, Jonathan, without making eye contact, wheels his chair over <laughs> to a telegraph station and starts tapping out a message. 
Can we, can we he's read not, the he's not sending telegrams again, is he? Oh, no. He loves to send telegrams. <laughs> Stop. Felix, you can figure out what it is. Oh, oh I, I think uh, I use my post-deciphering ability. Uh, <laughs> it appears... Uh, I have always had a problem with the letter to the editor policy to the New York Times. Uh, ever since uh, ever since Archie Arbuckle got in there as an editor with his smug New York knickerbocker attitude and his sarcastic snarky crap there is no way to actually get a decent point across to the editors furthermore the city of boston should be taken out by a runaway trolley <laughs> you ask he explains uh i'm writing a message to lauren palmer editor of collier's weekly who has unjustly banned me from the letters to the editor section merely for demanding that they stop devoting so many column inches in the sports section to covering cy young's domestic violence scandals and not enough to the damn games (laughs) I, i i agree with you john I'm secretly stewing about the actual fans and listeners of Capone Speakeasy. <laughs> I love them. They they, they are like uh, fish people to yo, me. Look, yo, yo, you didn't even understand. If you didn't have all these people like Jonathan giving us a nickel a month to listen <laughs> to listen to the version of our show that only comes out on RCA radios, you'd not be able to afford your opium habit. And right. I would not be able to afford therapy for the PT... Now, you know, if there was a shell disorder shock. named PTSD, if I had it, shell shock, for what I experienced when I won the Medal of Honor. Uh, Jonathan, who is still typing out this message, uh, says to you without looking at you, uh, what are you going to do about the fluoride? It's a good question, boys. What can we do about the fluoride? I think that we, we have a duty to the other, uh, you know, northern angloid skulled people to protect them from this fluoride. I think we should go to the Smithsonian Institute and uh, just, I don't know, for a day, because we like museums. <laughs> yeah, it's free. Uh, Jonathan, again, without looking up, says, I would love to go to the Smithsonian with you, but I'm afraid I have to spend the rest of the day composing letters to the editor in the comment page of Sporting News. I'm embroiled in a running debate thread with some Princeton-loving kraut named Frederick Borman, who clearly has nothing better to do than spend all day composing these crackpot letters attacking me and the Rutgers football team. <laughs> I, I, we wish you the best in your uh, your your ongoing letter writing campaign against Mr. Borman, and I hope this doesn't result in any negative backlash in in the, possibly in the future. John, uh, never stop posting. <clears throat> you see yourselves out. Now what? Well, we still have, we still have another day to kill before the the, the the art exhibit, right? Yeah. You do also have some leads, uh, you know, especially you're, you're, about the people you all just killed. I mean, that's like a misdemeanor to kill, you know, <laughs> somebody's making that disgusting. Well, I mean, what do we know about what do we what do we know about them so we can like where can we go to to investigate them like homes or something? Well, the library is a good bet. Okay, let's go to the library. To the book depository. Hmm. Uh, what topics do you want to look up? Access the data bank. Uh, how to pick up women. <laughs> it's a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's a technique that for when you really get good at finding a wife and a mistress, it's called uh, red, uh, red fish oil. <laughs> you red fish oiled. <laughs> and, uh, I'll say one of you thinks to look up uh, David Brooke, the owner, deceased owner of Comet Pizzeria. 
Here's what you find about him. He is a minor publisher of some sort whose ferociously pro-democratic pamphlets have gained him access to a handful of New York politicians, including the party's 1920 vice presidential nominee, Mr. Franklin Roosevelt. Mm. The pamphlets Mm. are not terribly convincing works of propaganda. They mostly contain bland statements like, Eight Reasons Why John W. Davis Is Your Old Pup. (laughs) (laughs) You're unsure how such an incompetent person Could have fetched the money for his enterprises Huh Wait a minute Do you think that Brock knows something About this whole operation That despite him being an amphetamine Abusing asshole with weird hair Has gotten him this high Despite his complete inability To convince anyone of anything Despite the fact that at one of his operations, he hired a child soldier from Turkey that they've given him this much access. Can we go to his house? Sure. Yeah, let's check out Brock's house. You uh, look through uh, some of his personal effects on his desk, and you find receipts. You find uh, evidence of cash payments to him by a B. Ilderberg. Mm, As well, a name keeps popping up in his records, a Giovanni Podesta. (laughs) Well, we've got to go wherever we can to find more about this motherfucker. So to the Podesta uh, reference library. Okay, uh, right. You go to the Hall of Podestas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we sneak into the private Podesta room? <laughs> you go to the uh, private <laughs> Podesta room with boxes labeled crimes, uh, <laughs> elder gods, uh, and shake your head at each thing you see. Uh, Giovanni Podesta is not an unknown person. He's a campaign organizer who's close to New York Governor Al Smith. Podesta, in fact, managed Smith's recent successful reelection campaign. Immigrant-backed. Public records have little about him. He's a reclusive figure who shies away from the press, preferring to do his work behind the scenes. One detail about his personal life, he's reputed to be an art lover. I think you have enough information where you can kind of piece things together. Yeah? Okay. Uh, how do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> because because she just told me that Podesta's out of town. She didn't go... He's gonna be, gonna at, be at the art show. He's gonna be at the art show. Hey. Okay. All right. Felix is just in the fucking lobby of the Watergate, going, "How? How do I crack this one?" Well, I'm sorry. Some of us. Uh, some of us. Uh, by the way, by the way, in 1920, it was it was known as the Water Wheel Hotel. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm gonna go to Matt now. Yeah. Matt, you go to this uh, trendy art gallery in a uh, <laughs> rapidly gentrifying neighborhood in Washington D.C. Uh, the Black well, Migration Georgetown is taking spelled with an E at the end. The <laughs> Black Migration is taking place. So this place was uh, immediately changed from an ethnic Irish neighborhood into a black neighborhood, and now is rapidly changing into a hip. Flapper neighborhood. <laughs> Matt, 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 I would watch out on the trolley station. I hear conditions there are dangerous and unacceptable. I'm just hyped that maybe some of these women, because they're of more bohemian uh, attitudes, might have, you know, an open toe, maybe uh, just something to show a little bit. A little bit of arch. Definitely a barefoot type neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Matt, you oh. go down an alley and you're at, you're at a door and you uh, uh, this is the address of the art gallery that you managed to find out about. You knock on the door and then like, uh, you know how it is in movies, like the eye slot opens up and he goes, yeah, I'm here to see the art, sir. 
<laughs> yeah, what's Here's gaze quality? upon the art. Yeah, what's the password? Uh, 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 paintings. <laughs> no, no, think of what we just think of what we the, the food that we tried. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Yesterday. Pizza pie. <laughs> uh, child, child molestation. <laughs> uh, you hear whispering. You kind of hear someone go, "Yeah, yeah, he's cool." <laughs> yeah, I'm right, I am. Yeah, uh, they uh, open the door and you uh, you hobble on in. Uh, all right, this is a speakeasy slash art gallery. Well, that's cool. It's like uh, young people, flappers, the male versions of flappers, that sort of thing. Decadent, Tappers. artistic types. There's, uh, you know... Um, you know, like Dada's performance art costumes. Just people, like, walking around all looking like Klaus Nomi and shit. How, what are they walking on, though? Pardon me? What are they walking on? A uh, couple women are drunk and, like, dancing barefoot. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Focus. Focus, uh, well, damn you. I spent a few minutes watching that <laughs> while dropping ether through a rag into my nostrils. And then after I've gotten off, I search the walls for any art that I could recognize as from Abramovich. You find uh, a lot of it is just, like, very tortured, like, horrors of war type stuff from veterans. Some uh, Otto Dix bullshit? Yeah. In one corner, uh, there's a guy with one arm in a military jacket uh, reciting a poem about, uh, you know, uh, the the, be- the ironic, the beauty of patriotism. Wait, oh, that's uh, not- do they have any art by the hot young artist Adolf Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to Matt to deduce that. Uh, uh, I walk over to a painting by a guy I recognize as Picasso and I say loudly that kid will never amount to anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do everyone notes this yeah okay there is uh, there is one painting that's in like this uh, it's almost like a cartoon style with like flat flounder faced people by Mr. Edward Rawl and it uh, depicts uh, <laughs> Calvin Coolidge <laughs> urinating into his own mouth <laughs> <laughs> That is outrageous, and I make a mental note to report this to the police for obscenity charges. Uh, now, I notice that in these kind of things, people never, ever stop to take a shit. I'm committed to realism, so I want to take a shit. Matt, before you do, make a spot hidden roll. Oh, my God, I passed. I hey. Was, that's it, 100. was it triple zero? It's triple no, zero. that's a fail. That's the worst fail. I'm, that's Are you me. kidding me? That's yep. what they call me when triple I Triple zero Just is let 100. Him pass. Let, let him pass. pass, dude. Let him take a shit. Oh, you can take the shit. You find the bathroom, and you go sit there, and you take a shit. And while you're there, directly in front of you is another Abramovic painting. Okay. What is it of? Same sort of deal. Triangles, comets, monsters. You get it. Okay. Now what? Uh, is there anything behind the painting? <clears throat> you pull the painting off the wall. There's nothing behind it. But inspecting the painting, you see that there's some cursive writing on the back of it. Well, I use my brain to... Uh, d- Do a literacy roll to decipher the letters. How's the shit going? <laughs> I, d- I took it. I'm done. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 going well. It's uh, either, either, I, either I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> All that ether he takes like is a soft serve machine. <laughs> you find it. The message doesn't make a lot of sense. It's written to uh, Marceline. Uh, it in it, it is about. It encourages her to continue her work. Uh, to continue having those dreams and it references a book uh, that sounds like a, a medieval book something like that like a uh, like a tome I'm sorry I forgot the name of the tome I'll call it the Narcotic Manuscript that's good enough All right. and it's signed 
G. Podesta. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, I must seek after this book now that I've... Is there a copy of the uh, the Necronomicon, which I just remembered is the name of the book? No, I meant what's the what's the Arabic name of the Necronomicon? Oh, that's easy. The Quran. It's easy. It's, it's no, it's been written by the mad the Quran. It's written by <laughs> the uh, mad Arab. All his red. All his red. Yeah, the mad uh, Arab. All his red. Now both. You it's guys, called the it's called the Necronomicon. Both you guys are full of shit. It's called uh, Camel Mindset. <laughs> <laughs> Will. You go to the library and you do some research. No, I go to the Smithsonian Center for the Study of Astrology. <clears throat> you do some research into Comet Thyssenkrupp. It is named for the German astronomers who charted its path in the 16th century. Messrs. Thyssen and Krupp were correspondents with Galileo. Their cosmological theories were condemned by the Vatican. One of them went to hiding, and another died penniless. It is also known as the Earthquake Comet to the Chinese through the seismic activity there that has coincided with its passings, particularly since the arrival of the Jesuits. The comet passes every 55 years on January 18th. We're due for another pass of that comet. Is there anything else? Can I research the last 55 years ago? What happened when the comet passed the last time? On the last passing in 1870, the Vatican declared the doctrine of papal infallibility. <laughs> this is, uh, this is uh, you know, this pretends doom indeed. Going back, on January 18th, 1815, the Battle of New Orleans concluded. This bloody and pointless battle was fought one month after the peace treaty ending the War of 1812 was signed, and it is rumored that this news of peace was intentionally withheld from General Andrew Jackson by a young Irish messenger. What a That's shock. Just like the Democrats. And going back even further, one of the earliest recorded appearances of the comet in medieval records came a few days before the Templars were condemned by the King of France for alleged satanic practices. Um, even though I'm not totally aware of it, can I also check uh, the uh, uh, con- Congressional Library for copies of the Necronomicon? Mm, nothing. Neonomicon? Nah, they don't have it. Neon, Annota- via, annotated neon version? Evangelion? <laughs> Stronger Together. <laughs> Necronomicon written by Al Smith. Are there any are cartoons from the Far East that I could peruse? <laughs> uh, well, did you take the Thimerosal? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Uh, you have you don't yet have any interest in <laughs> ja- Japanese type cartoons. Perhaps, I will one day. Thank perhaps God. in another adventure. Uh, I'll say the three of you finish your research and reconvene at the Watergate Hotel in your room. It's the night of January seventeenth. One night before the event, you share the information you've received, and I think you're able to put together quite a bit about this conspiracy. But still. You are worried about what's going to take place in one night's time at the Federal Reserve. All right. I, uh, I want to r- raise everybody's spirits by performing quick uh, spoken word jazz number for them. Do uh, it. Okay. It's the night before the big night. Everybody has a little bit of fright, but just like the tingling in your spine right before a jazz battle, you can't hear it rattle. Let's put those quotas up. Woo. Let's do it, boys. <laughs> Eight mile. We're going to walk eight miles. <laughs> Boys, it's nearing the end game. Um, what are your thoughts on the event tomorrow? Any plans? You have a day to prepare. I'm just going to like stay in my hotel room doing opium and receiving more visions from beyond. I am I'm wearing... Uh, I invented a new type of sweatshirt. It's a champion sweatshirt. There's a little C on there. 
I'm shadow boxing. I'm doing push-ups. I'm punching the wall. <laughs> and I'm writing letters to my ex-wife. I'm uh, blasted on ether, sharpening my sword cane with a woman's shoe in my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it is the morning of January 18th. Uh, 12 hours until the big event. What are you guys going to do today? I believe your research is fairly concluded, so it's all about preparing. Um, go back to the pizza place and get a delicious slice. Yeah. <laughs> the place filled with dead bodies. <laughs> the place that we've just killed we just two people. <laughs> killed literally every single person. You uh, you there. pick up a copy of the District Sentinel, the Washington's paper <laughs> record, and uh, you see in like section A37 in a tiny uh, column inch that says, Italians died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Progressive media at it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all it says. <laughs> Italians dead. Yeah, but I mean, no further information. Could have put an ad in that space. Now what? Uh, the zoo's free. They got a panda. Yeah, National Zoo. They have a panda. Well, yeah. let me ask again. What are your plans for the event tonight? Would yeah. You... Okay, that's actually a good question. Okay. So yeah. what are we supposed to do when we get there? Just like walk in and say stop. <laughs> you no. get the idea that this event is pretty much a high society function a big art show with dc's elites you'll have to figure out a way to get in boys boys huddle huddle i know that you're intimidated by going to a high society thing i am too but we just started capone's speakeasy not even a year ago we've already performed we've already performed at vaudeville uh, at vaudeville (laughs) The vaudeville headquarters interviewed Buster Keaton silently. Yeah. We've done a silent interview with Buster Keaton. Dude, we make three dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much money that is. You know how many people that is supporting us. We have it's literally a hundred thousand people giving us hey pennies. <laughs> we're we're golden, and we don't have to prove anything to these people. We are the new media. Just you know us. Uh, this uh, new new newspaper that we're aligned with, uh, Der Sturmer, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this exciting new uh, youth socialist movement, the National Socialist Party in Germany. And it's sort let's of- not forget our, our 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 friends who host another radio show called Ejaculate Village. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The fa- yeah the famous the famous um, you know Anglo comedian. Uh, Nicholas Mole <laughs> and his awful friends who, you know, let's be honest, one is from the Thracian quarters of the world <laughs> and the other, ooh, you know. <laughs> Hebrew. Ooh, ooh. Still a good show. Good show. Still a great show. Um, I, all right. Well, if we got to get in, we need to like, we, we need, need to get an invitation or yeah, an invitation. If it's yeah. available for purchase, we should buy them. But if not, we have to find somebody who's going and waylay them. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yo, that's we good should call. put it, we should. Do a oh, mi- okay. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna dress in our finest uh, tucks and tails, which we've of course brought with us from uh, from all the way from Red Hook. Um, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna wait outside the Federal Reserve. We're gonna waylay uh, a person coming in, inject them with the fluoride and the thimerosal, knock them out, and take their invite. That's the th- thimerosal is not gonna knock them out. I have a better idea. What are we gonna do? I'm going to steal more value than I've ever stolen in my life. (laughs) I'm going to wear my marine pants, my army jacket, Medal of Honor around my neck, Iron Cross on my chest, Uh, the (laughs) National Order of the the 
the uh, Imperial Order of the Ottoman Empire on my other. <laughs> don't my, forget my right your air, chest. don't forget your Air Force hat. My Air Force, which hat. has yet to be invented, <laughs> and uh, the special underwear with ass flaps that they give you if you're in the Coast Guard. <laughs> I'm gonna wear all of that. I, I wish we knew what we could do, but uh, our, our our keep master is having diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are Oh, here he is. Oh, my God. That was fast. Hey, can you pass the, uh, yeah. Wow. You know, I've, I've felt this in war before, you know, like when my commanding officer also had diarrhea. <laughs> brought everything to a screeching halt with trench diarrhea. <laughs> What's the plan? All right. So uh, Felix is going to steal valor yeah, and I'm pretend to be a veteran. Every piece of valor and uniform that I have. And then we're going to waylay people on their way to the event and get their tickets with the old... Clock to the back of the head from cartoons. Okay, all right. And we're also going to inject them with thimerosal. Why? The hell did, I don't know why you guys are doing it, but I agree. <laughs> why the stealing valor if you're just going to uh, mug people? Well, well I'm not. I'm going people. into He's the. Just I'm going brazen it because he wants to prove his val- his abilities. Okay. okay. All right. You guys get ready. You with your sword cane. You put on tuxes and tails. Felix, you put on every metal, every piece. You look like you're wearing a Frankenstein uniform <laughs> stitched together from uniforms from all of the service branches. Yeah. You're like a super veteran. You're like 50 veterans. Yo, I have an award that they only gave Ottoman Janissaries. <laughs> <laughs> we will All types of shit. Felix, you go up to the Federal Reserve Building and you get in line with the high society people where they're checking names. Meanwhile, Will and Matt, you hang around on the sidewalk leading up to the Federal Reserve Building. We see... Okay, here's... A, I'm, I'm just going to like imagine now. We see a woman... And her husband are approaching. They're wearing large keys around their neck. <laughs> oh, my God. Their names are um, Jack and Margaret, shall we say. <laughs> but they work at the Federalist Reserve. And for some reason, they're wearing giant keys around their necks. <laughs> um, and, and, they're, and they're rolling off um, uh, something. Brain tonic. Gin. Yeah, they're rolling off uh, brain tonic. <laughs> bathtub gin. Uh, Is that what you we, prefer? We go, we go uh, over here. Here, here is where the party with the keys are. Come down this alley, <laughs> and they, uh, and and they, uh, they're like, oh yeah, like, and the, the guy's eyes bug out of his head, and he goes, "Auga!" <laughs> All right, I love it. So do it. All right, so like we 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 sort of coax um, uh, Jack and Margaret, uh, who work at the uh, the Federalist Reserve, um, in, into an alleyway, and then I uh, we 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 wallop them. <laughs> And, and we also inject them with thimerosal just for the hell of it. You inject them with thimerosal, uh, wallop in the back of the head, and they go down in like a very cartoony way, like, ooh, down I go now. <laughs> uh, you uh, rifle through their belongings. We also take you, the giant keys off them. You take the keys, you, get the, you take their invitations and their IDs. Excellent. Meanwhile, Felix, you march up to the front entrance of the Federal Reserve Building. Um... The man there says, um, name please? Yes, sir. I am Lieutenant General Cumtree, uh, USMC, U.S. Army, Coast Guard, uh, Janissaries, and, and, and British Raj Air Corps. Uh, are you, do you have an invitation, uh, sir? All right. Well, so here's what's going on here. I know that I'm not on the list. But I do know of a high-ranking officer in there. His name is Colonel is Colonel uh, Clint Schlinter, and he has a dark secret. He um, he has a little bit of a liaison with a foreign officer in uh, Reconstruction Germany. 
and I know the name of this officer. I can blackmail with him. So I request for Colonel Schlinter. You request for Colonel Schlinter. All right, make a fast talk roll. Bass. On fast talk? Yeah. Sweet. He's like, uh, uh, okay. Okay, sure. Uh, he calls out a, another guy <laughs> at the door. Colonel Schlinter uh, blew the Kaiser. <laughs> yeah, he blew the Cloud Kaiser. And uh, Colonel Schlinter, he's in there. He's ignoring his uh, gorgeous game of a wife. <laughs> Colonel Schlinter uh, greets you at the entrance. Uh, yeah, call for me, soldier. Semper Fi, do or die, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we got it. We got a uh, Delta One Nine or Eight Four over here. Uh, we were seeing major, major gonads on the back, Daddy. And we request evac immediately at uh, Omnicell. Felix, make a spot hidden roll. Oh yeah, pass. Pass. As you uh, babble all this shit to him, <laughs> you notice that his shirt is wet. Sir, it is uncustomary for a high-ranking officer, even though you are lower-ranking than me in all five militaries I've served in, to have a wet shirt. You are going to follow me in there right now, and we are going to make you a dry boy. He lo- Unacceptable. He looks down. What did you say your rank was again? I am Lieutenant General Janissary, Fry Corps Commander, and Schlutstoffel. Who did you Who did you serve with in the officer corps? I've served under Emperor Mechbet II. <laughs> Chancellor Hindenburg <laughs> and a little fucking guy named Woodrow Wilson. Those are those are two of those are tripartite powers. Sir, when you are in special forces <laughs> such as myself, <laughs> someday your friend one day is your enemy the next day, and vice versa. I actually uh, I actually have a spoken word song about this, and it's called uh, uh, "Fake Friends." <laughs> You want to hear it, sir? Proceed. <laughs> Yo, sometimes the friends will lie in your face, and it's a disgrace. The tripart powers it makes you sour. It turns your mouth upside down, makes you a frown. But you can't kill yourself in the trench. Not that witch of a wife. That's like a knife in your back. A heart attack of custody. I have no trust in me, but I gotta prevail. I gotta sail across the ocean for my daughter. I love you. I'm quitting the thalidomide for you. I'm three hours sober. <laughs> Schlichter listens to your spoken word, Chaz. Uh, is kind of spellbound by it. He also uh, feels his shirt now. It's wet around the nipple area. He goes, oh, damn it. All right, all right, he's with me. Come on. Come in. Eight mile. <laughs> you walk inside the uh, lobby of the Federal Reserve Building. There's a handful of high society types here. The event itself is upstairs in the atrium. Sir, requesting permission for top-level reconnaissance, uh, 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 consolatory towards uh, you know, Protocol Zero AVAC 2. Uh, yeah, just go up. I, I got to I gotta take care of something. He scurries by. All right. Mm. Uh, Good I luck w- with your wife. Also say at this point, uh, Will and Matthew go up to the door and, and ask for your invitations and names. I'm uh, Mrs. Uh... Sylvia. My name is Jack. uh, I'm Molly. Jack Jack Hawthorne. And this is uh, my wife, Margaret Gerald. (laughs) You're uh, These are our keys. Send us to the party. He looks at uh, at Matt and says, That's. You're not a woman? 
How dare you, sir? You have insulted me deeply. We will duel now unless you had, and let us into the party. All right. He, all right. All right. <laughs> he backs down, uh, looking around. Yeah, there are some real mules here. So, like, real <laughs> dowager types. So, he's like, yeah, this, like, 65-year-old fucking limping doctor who's clearly a man. He's like, all right, okay, not my job. I'm not the, not the police here. <laughs> I just work here. Uh, you go in and you meet Felix in the lobby. Okay, mission accomplished. Wait, aren't I in the second level? Well, I just say you're all together yeah, okay, before no. you go up. Uh, everything seemed to work out so far. Immediate thing you all notice, though. This is very upper crust cr- crowd. Um, but there's also a relatively... Wait, wait, can, we, can, we, can we do some reconnaissance on the bathrooms and just make sure there are no sickos in there? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. But first, <laughs> let me just describe this. Will, you notice there is a rather above-average number of Irishmen and Italians wearing tuxedos here. It gives new name to the, uh, the phrase monkey suit. They are... <laughs> <laughs> They are chatting it up with uh, Protestant leaders. Uh, again, sickened uh, vision wa- washes over me yet again of my sister covered in rats. This happens to me quite frequently, but it's acutely intense right now. I believe you wanted to go to the bathroom. We need to we need to do reconnaissance on the bathrooms just to make sure that there are no sickos in there. You head into the men's room. It's rather lavish. Yes, this is what the Federal Reserve spends your money on, by the way. Uh, marble bathroom. The attendant hands... His the, name is Mr. O'Grady. <laughs> the attendant hands each of you a cup. Oh, a cup. An empty cup. And I'm like, do I, do I pee in this cup? <clears throat> your business, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you collecting our urine? Yes. <laughs> May I ask for what purpose? Oh, were you not invited to this event? <laughs> I got this. Guys, don't worry. I got this. Uh, uh d- Lieutenant uh, Bathroom Commander. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm a, I'm a top secret. I'm a top secret soldier. So my urine actually has his own security clearance which you're not qualified to handle you see my urine is top secret and you could touch it but you would immediately get thrown in jail by uh fbi uh subdirector comey uh you mean the uh bureau of investigation whatever it's called i don't know i have ptsd i don't remember things but uh, i just know my urine is too secret for you as you wish sir i i, I, I tell i tell mr grady that my boy is a very willful one who's attempting to bring an outside party into this party, but when in Rome, I, I, I piss in, in the cup in front of him. Yeah, I'll take a piss. You piss in the cup. Now what? You hand it to him. Yeah, I, yeah, I go, yeah, cheers. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about piss, mate. He collects the cups and put them on, puts them on a tray with a few other cups of urine and says, thank you. A, a wet nap, sir. A hot towel. Permission denied. <laughs> I never right. wash my hands in a bathroom. All right. Well, we would get out of the bathroom. That's for Jews and, and Chinamen. Go back to find what we the have hell's sufficient going on. natural oils to never have to wash. <laughs> Stand down. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I presume you're going to the atrium. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> All right. You walk up the grand staircase up to the atrium. It is glass ceilinged, and guests here are chatting, enjoying hors d'oeuvres, and admiring this strange modernist artwork beneath the clear, starry sky. You notice here just the fucking elite of Washington, D.C., 1920s. 
but it's odd because you think modernist artwork, this is like decadent young people thing. Why are these like old politicians and lobbyists and business magnates all in thrall of them? And also, why are they cavorting with Italians and Irishmen? Oh, boys, I see the famous uh, Beltway journalist, uh, Matthew Glacier, <laughs> around here. That is one big boy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There. Th- there's fellow Washington journalist Edgar Pond, and he's doing spoken word jazz as well. You, you should battle him. Yo, yo, Pond, yo, Pond, you straight out, yeah, your style is chump. All the shit you'd be saying about the uh, League of Nations resolution is chump. I'm gonna Edgar, eat your Edgar lunch. Pond is actually uh, regaling the crowd with jokes about dead Saracens <laughs> <laughs> and smoking jazz cigarettes while he's doing it. Now what? You're in this big chatty art gallery atrium thing. I think we need to do what we always do: split up, trying to find any doors to basements or uh, secret rooms or documents. Well, well what if we use our library Got to roll documents? <laughs> <laughs> what if we use our li- what if we use like our occult ability? Like, Will, you should use your occult ability to look at the thing and decipher. Yeah, something. good call. Can I do that? You're going to look at paintings. Yeah, can I? I mean, can All I right. do an occult? Uh, if you're splitting up, I want to know what everyone else wants to do. I think Felix should try to go in the women's bathroom. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's not a bad idea. This is getting weird. <laughs> uh, I would urge you not to go into the women's bathroom and instead do the door strategy with All Matt. Right, okay. okay, fine. All right. Uh, Felix and Matt, we'll start with you. You see that uh, the servants carrying platters and glasses of non-alcoholic beverages uh, seem to be coming in and out of one cordon-off area. You sneak in through there, knowing that, you know, if anyone said it's off limits, you obviously outrank them as human beings. Uh, Mm. And you find a service elevator. All right, what kind of elevator is it? There are actually two sets of service elevators. One is Otis. (laughs) One is of the Tissen Corporation. All right, buddy, this is... because one of these elevators is constructed just, like, by absolute dog shit, terrible abomination... So basically, one of us is going to live, one of us is going to die. Being the troop, I will take the Otis elevator. You take the ThyssenKrupp. Okay. Just Thyssen. The ThyssenKrupp right, Corporation right, right. won't exist until yeah. 1999. I was just saying, like, if it, they merged. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you, take, you go into the Thyssen elevator. Uh, where do you go? There's just a few floors and a basement level. Oh, give me the basement. You hit the button. Uh, that door closes like that. This <laughs> door time is so low, shockingly low. You're like, how has science done this? It's amazing. You live in this great era of just every possibility. You arrive in that basement fully refreshed, recharged, and ready to keep up your investigations. Add three hit points. <laughs> Felix. Felix. I'm prepared for this. You also hit the basement level. This door, it like does that thing where like the door closing stutters, you know? And it's just like banging. It doesn't even close properly. Like they leave a gap. It's disgusting how they treat veterans. The elevator breaks down between the first level and the basement level. Now what? All right. Are, is there... Can I open the top of the elevator, elevator? Like is there a vent thing like some elevators have? How are you going to get up there? I'm going to jump. Roll your jump. Fail. All right. Um, you you fail. You don't do it. All right. Um, well, is there? I mean, I think jumping is a dumb way to do it. But could I like get on the hand railing? Like, okay. Good idea. That's totally a pass. Yeah. Holy shit. 
All right. If only uh, the free beacon guys had done this. <laughs> Good push. You uh, shimmy up the rope and uh, manage to kick through the doors on the first floor. You find yourself in another part of the lobby area. What do I see? Uh, you are by the Tissen Krupp elevator, the Tissen elevator, and the stairwell. All right. I think uh, I still want to make it to that basement. I get in the Tissen. Okay, you get in the Tissen. Again, great ride. You Ooh. feel so good. Now, this kind of just, like, cleanses you of all the stress and horror I feel, of that Otis elevator. I, I feel great. Uh, <laughs> you arrive on the basement level where Matt is, and Matt's like, what took you so long? You should see the other guy. <laughs> Will. Well, if that's the case, I should probably uh, probably go downstairs, join my comrades Comrade investigators downstairs. Sure. I'll say you decide to take the stairs. The three of you are down there. You're in... This is not actually the service area. This is just the basement in the Federal Reserve Building. Remembering back to that note, you... uh, It said something would be lacking in room 101. Make all a listen roll, everyone. I failed. Okay. Um, I pull out my old-timey... I pulled out my old-timey ear horn. (laughs) (laughs) That... You hear coming from down the hallway a suckling noise. Oh, shit. That doesn't sound good. But at this point, our mission is clear. We must move towards the suck. (laughs) (laughs) You creep towards the door. It's room 101, and it's slightly ajar. Now what? We try to go to the door through the door at the same time, like the Three Stooges, and get stuck. That's what it is. It's going to be a Three Stooges-type peeking. You all see into this room. Here's what it is. It's... Uh, rows of these high society men, you know, senators and cabinet members and people like that, you know, all of them have their shirts open and they're all just sitting on stools, idly chatting, smoking cigars and things like that. On each one of them, each one of them is lactating. (laughs) Milk dribbling from their nipples down onto towels that rest on their bellies. Women wearing, like, Swiss Miss Milkmaid outfits, <laughs> going around with buckets and periodically wringing out the towels into a bucket. <laughs> Everyone make a sanity roll. <laughs> Fail. Pass. Pass. Uh, on a pass, lose just one sanity. On a fail, lose 1d6. All of you, though Felix shaken, you gasp involuntarily. <gasps> and uh, one of the milkmaids sees you and says, uh, care to join? Uh, no, ma'am. I'm actually here from uh, Percol, uh, Blue Angel Seven Zero. One of the cigar-smoking, lactating men says, "Well, thank you for your service." Uh, you are welcome, sir. I, I did it for you. Yeah, I, I did it for you personally, sir. <laughs> uh, you know, the greatest gift you can give a veteran is to lactate with the freedom that I earned you. <laughs> now what, guys? I'm uh, again, my uh. My memory is drawn back once again in one of my, uh, you know, periodic opium waking nightmares to the time in which I was uh, inherited a dead family member's estate and discovered in their basement um, something equally as disturbing. What? It was basically this giant underground cavern that was... Uh, after we'd gotten rid of the rat, the rodent problem in the estate, we did discover a giant underground cavern with what appeared to be huge stone slabs mm-hmm. set up for human sacrifice and sort of cages, human sacrifice and cannibalism. And just it was basically lots and lots of very small skulls and shoes piled up around it. Well, that happens. Now what? <laughs> what are you all going to do with the lactation information now? Just take a sip, maybe. 
Take it. <laughs> what? Like, I'd like I'd like some Swiss Miss. Hey, fellow. Is there any hot chocolate? Is there any swig of that? Is there any way Will can use his occult ability to sort of connect what's going on here? I with want my old, mind old. to be invaded by horror again. <laughs> Uh, there is nothing in your body of occult knowledge that has anything to do with uh, just fat men lactating. All right, are there? Is this the only thing in this room? Are there extra doors, cabinets, anything? That's the primary thing going on in the room. One of the Swiss Miss ladies uh, takes a bucket up to you and says, "Please excuse me, gentlemen," and then <clears throat> moves out of the room and walks down the hall. Let's follow her. Let's follow that Swiss miss. Yeah. All right. Uh, Creeping and peeping. Proceed, proceed proceed, with your rest milk operation, gentlemen. Uh, I'm going zero dark 30. God bless you. <laughs> this is what we're fighting for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This makes it all worth it at the end of the day. <laughs> this and when people give up their seat to me on their Zeppelin. <laughs> First class. <laughs> The Swiss Miss Lady uh, walks down a long, dark, cavernous hallway underneath the, and the tunnels beneath the Federal Reserve <laughs> Building and ends up at another room. She quickly scurries inside and then closes the door. Open the door. Can we peek under the door? Under it? Mm, not enough space. Mm. Crack that bitch. If you could, you could listen on it. Okay. Ear horn, Activate. Let's get our best listener on the job. You hear the following chanting coming from it. Woman's voice and a man's voice. And mixing, stirring, almost kind of sounds like a kitchen. But like a spooky kitchen. Ooh. Spoopy. Spoopy. Spoopy, <laughs> yeah. Come on, dude. Um, yeah, do better. Um... Okay, I'm going to use the giant key around my neck to try to gain entry to, the, to this room. You put the key in the door, but it doesn't... Uh, <clears throat> okay, first off, the key does not go to this door. It goes to a, <laughs> like a fuck party thing. <laughs> second of all, <laughs> second of all, the door isn't locked, so you're kind of surprised when it swings oh, open. Okay. And all here's right. what you see. A boiling cauldron. Milk. A bucket of milk is pouring into it. And then a bucket of urine poured into it. It is being stirred by a woman, Will, a Serbian woman, wearing these robes, these crimson red robes, and she is chanting. There is a man off to the side who looks like a turtle with a stretched face and a bald head. He's wearing gilded white robes, uh, both of them emblazoned with that triangle symbol and around them are five cultists chanting I start chanting with them because anytime chanting goes on I just need to take part there's a bunch of robes nearby if you want to yeah, slip them on yeah we should yeah, put, on the robes. put on the robes yeah okay uh, you slip them on and you kind of like sidle up to the chanting cultists uh, one of them like nudges you like why are you late uh, okay I sorry I was in the I was pissing in the bathroom Oh, yeah. Oh, good call. (laughs) (laughs) I was donating to the cause, don't you see? They're all chanting. Uh, You kind of pick it up really easy. There's some stuff in a foreign tongue. Uh, The main guy wearing the gilded robes is, you know, kind of babbling stuff about soon the gate will be open, opening the way, the, uh, you know, perihelion of the comet, that kind of bullshit. You know, that's the deal. That's the scene you're in. Now what? We need to, we need to... Bring just this like, investigation uh, to a head. Yeah, 
just start pounding off furiously. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that while you're nervous and clearly outnumbered, uh, <clears throat> you dither. And in that time, uh, <clears throat> the turtle man laughs and says, The recipe is complete. <clears throat> they pour this this concoction. They take it and they pour it into large tubs and then send them up through a series of dumb waiters. The man in the uh, the man in the in the gilded robes, he comes up uh, and makes an announcement to the crowd. You all know who I am and what we're here for. Oh, it is time now. You have spent this evening enjoying the art. It is time now for you to become the art. Other cultists go around with those tubs and they ladle out portions into every bowl. And the man says, please drink deeply and enjoy a new performance art by Marcelin Abramovic. The high society people are now lapping from the concoction. Marcelin Abramovic stands on the platform. She removes her red robes. She's new. Permission to get horny, sir. (laughs) She pulls out slowly from inside of her a scroll. (laughs) <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> she reads from the scroll. It's a it's a chant in a in a, an ancient tongue. More chanting, that kind of crap. You get it. You pick up the words Azatoth, Yogsodoth, Pope Pius. <laughs> you feel very, very sick all of a sudden. <laughs> uncontrollably you start vomiting as does everyone else as do everyone else in the room with the exception of Felix and Matt who have not partaken 10-4 then ever so subtly the building begins to shake just a little bit you're in an earthquake now what her chanting grows louder, and now some people in the robes have picked up on the chanting. Wait, wait, I know this. You find a door frame. Wait under. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, blast through my first dipe layer, but <laughs> thanks to my foresight, I have a second dipe layer for keeping me dry bone. as a lead. <laughs> I enter my gorilla combat stance, the ape most resistant to earthquakes. It gets cold. Very cold in the room. The shaking intensifies. Frost developing on all surfaces. Very, very cold. I start shadowboxing and doing push-ups to get the core temperature up. (laughs) If you look over at the man in the gilded robes, he's staring at the atrium as the chanting grows louder and louder to the point that it's intolerable to hear. And then you all see it. You all see it. Ahead, a comet passes through the sky, and the man in the robe starts laughing uncontrollably, saying, yes, yes, it's finally happened. 800 years, it's happened. In the center of the room, right in front of the platform, it appears like a dark hole, like a black hole, but then a form emerges from it. This form, a head, a large head with three legs arranged radially around it. 
the head is a it is like the head of a man with glossy eyes like a medusa head but instead of snakes for hair it has tentacles everyone make a sanity roll fail that's not good I I passed it very easily. Felix lose one d four sanity. Uh, Will and Matt lose one d twelve. Okay. Wow. All right. Both of you have gone temporarily insane. Uh, Will roll a d ten. Will psychosomatic disability. Uh, I'll say because you see an awful three leg monster, you lose the loss of your legs and they go to jelly and you collapse on the floor wailing. Matt, you rolled a five. Significant person. Review the investor's backstory entry for significant people. What's your significant my person? My significant person is uh, my the twin brother I hate and that I've always been haunted by the fact that I never killed him when I had the chance. The investigator mistakes another person in the scene for their significant person. I'll say you mistake Felix for your twin brother. You motherfucker. Stand down, soldier. Uh, <laughs> Matt, you are you and Will are both insane now. Uh, I will say you take out your sword cane and attempt to finish the job against Felix. Paul Troon? If, if it wasn't for me, every skill out of here would have been a piece of your Jew ass. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, we're going off the rails, so play it out and have fun with it. What's happening? You're attacking Felix. Right, you must. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm swording it. Roll it. Both of you fail. So this is essentially a slap fight. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'll say tie, though, goes to Matt. Matt, roll damage on it. Four. Felix, take four damage from your compatriot screaming at you about... What are you screaming? You think he's your brother? Yeah, you piece of crap! How dare you uh, jerk me off when I was sleeping that one time? Okay, I want to use my uh, uh, marine fighting technique to roll to sweep him, take his back, and submit him. Uh, it's going to be a brawl, roll fighting brawl. That is that a hundred zero zero. That's a hundred. I uh, failed. All right, uh, Felix, you managed to do the thing you want to do. Yes. Uh, Semper that, five. Against that done. critical fail. Uh, what was the thing? Uh, I was just going to roll him over his back and choke him. All right, you roll him over your back and choke him. You're being Matt. You're being choked by your twin brother. Oh no! Terrible. <laughs> this is what I wanted to do to you. <laughs> a horse. <laughs> Will, uh, your only insanity is that your legs are fucked. Now you're just on the ground. What do you do? This awful creature made up of three legs that just kind of like it moves by kind of like cartwheeling around. It's very disturbing. Uh, is there uh, the main cultist is laughing uncontrollably, and also the crowd is just both insane, uh, covered in vomit, and but also kind of into it. Like, yeah, this is art. This is the real shit. This is like punk rock before punk rock was a thing. Can I crawl through the vomit towards uh, Giovanni? Done. Now what? I'm going to attempt to, like, just, just, like, from the ground, like, like tear off his robes and vestments and take his power from him. <laughs> you want to take his clothes off? I want to suck the occult power out of his dick. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to tackle him from the ground. Okay, fail. Sorry, he got seven. Uh, he kicks you away. Uh, not now. The time is nigh. All right. I want to take an aim for him. Uh, all right. First, what do you do with Matt? I get off of him, having proven my point about assault as a soldier, but also. You know, very forlorn about uh, a fake friend. I'm definitely going to put that on my next LP. I get off on him. 
<laughs> Jack off on him, yeah. All right, I'll say, Matt, you'll be disabled for the duration of your temporary insanity. Uh, Felix, you turn your attention to Podesta. All right, I want to take aim at him with my forty-five. All right, you take aim. Uh, shoot it. Pass, super pass. How good? 17 against 80. 80? Nice. Oh, yeah. Woo! Roll your damage. And it shoots him right here. His fucking white robe explodes into blood. You shoot him again. He falls to the ground. Then this other thing happens. The creature that is just a human head with three legs. Cartwheels all over to a middle-aged Irish man wearing a tuxedo. And then... It opens its jaw that seems in a way that's like way too big, almost like a you know, like a Roger Rabbit type situation, and consumes that person whole. Then the three legged creature starts to transform, it starts to shrink before your very eyes, and suddenly he's a ruddy faced Irish man with uh, crow's feet around his eyes, who looks very good. And Everyone in attendance politely applauds. Uh, also, all of you make sanity rolls again. The monster is now an Irishman. General Lieutenant Schlichter, uh, as you go up to Podesta with your sidearm, takes you from behind and uh, says, Stand down, soldier. Permission denied. Sorry, no luck. This crowd has turned on you. You're hustled out of the building while the crowd applauds this monster come Irishman. He says, in his first words, I am pledged to (laughs) turn this country over to the Vatican. (laughs) (sighs) You're just fucking thrown out. I'll say you did some real damage on Podesta, though. But a good showing, but not enough to defeat the awful creature. You're thrown out in the gutter in front of the Federal Reserve Building. Just three more irony radio show hosts chewed up by the big DC. Pep talk, pep talk, pep talk. Boys, we went up against impossible odds. We killed an Italian... Several killed several Italians. We survived a supernatural spider attack. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They made that Irish guy. They birthed him out of the occult. But who's to say? Who's to say? Like maybe forty years from now, we don't find ourselves on a grassy knoll finishing the job. (laughs) Maybe your identities are known to this awful cultist and his conspiracy. Maybe in your further adventures you will be able to finish the job. But for now, you return home to your speakeasy in Red Hook. And next week, you read an article in the District Sentinel by a Christoph Saliza saying that there's this Massachusetts bootlegger's son who's the real winner of the week. Look out for him in the Senate races next decade. Hold on. I changed my name to Oswald. Guys, not a bad showing. That was a tough one. I, I just I, I can't I, yeah I just I can't believe I'm that proud of us I can't I'm, I'm proud of us but throughout our entire wacky adventure I'm disappointed because none of us got to f- <laughs> <laughs> maybe cut that out too <laughs> Next. oh wait uh, it looks like um, there's another white jazz spoken word song guess who's back 
back again. <laughs> Pizza Gate. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Triangles on the wall. Children's balls. <laughs> Guys, I hope you enjoyed your foray into gaming. And you know, as it is said, you learn more in an hour of gaming than you do in a lifetime of conversation. <laughs> <laughs>